So, what about sex? Most spiritual paths see sexual desire as an obstacle for spiritual growth. And many teachers, especially monks, they see sex as a downright dangerous thing. So for centuries you were taught that you had to be celibate if you wanted awakening. But in this modern world, that's no longer an option, of course. And sexual energy is the most powerful source of energy we have. So luckily, there's a path where you can use your sexual power for your spiritual growth. And I'm talking about Taoism. Taoists know exactly how to use this power for their health and meditation. And since I'm a Taoist, I'm going to explain some of these things. So let's talk about sex. We are in the middle of a spiritual revolution and we know we need to change. But what are the secrets to spiritual growth and awakening? How do you get rid of the false beliefs and dogmas that no longer serve you? How do you see through your own spiritual BS? I'm Alex Vergale, aka the Dutch Taoist, and welcome to my podcast. For many years, my teacher always said, you can have sex, but just stay in the fontanelle. And, and that was it. That was the advice. And other teachers, they will say, observe your sexual desire, but stay detached from it. But the traditions most teachers come from, they were always celibate. And if you force a swami or a lama to explain what he actually, and it's usually a he, of course, what he actually thinks about the issue, you will notice that, in fact, they think it's really hard to awaken while having an active sex life, especially in the traditions that work with energy like Kriya Yoga and, and many Buddhist paths. So the main attitude is that sexual desire is an obstacle to spiritual growth. And I get that. I mean, sexual desire is, is such a strong desire. And I notice in my own Kriya practice, Kriya Yoga practice, that the less sexual energy I lost, the deeper my meditation became. That's why many teachers like Aurobindo, Ramakrishna, Yogananda, they all believed in the power of celibacy. But that was then, and that does not help us in the modern world, does it? We're surrounded by, by sexual images all day long, and, and most of us have you know, sexual relationships, and, and we have families. And if you start suppressing your sexual energy, well, the result is just a disaster. You will get uh, diseases and, and all kinds of emotional problems and frustration and aggression. And we see a lot of that in the world and also in spiritual communities where the attitude towards sex is, is like, uh, it's uneasy. So the ancient Taoists, they had a whole different approach. And that's so liberating. Taoists, they observe nature without judgment without, you know, like the soul is good and the body is bad and sex is bad and like the story of Adam and Eve. They don't do that. In the Christian world, the body and its its urges, its, its desires was, was something negative, something to be conquered or suppressed. And look what happened. The religious powers, they were so scared of their own desires, they started punishing women. And that's why they started burning the so-called witches. That was just fear of sexuality, fear of female power. And we still have a lot of that 
going on right now. That's that's they, those are the, our ancestors. I mean, we might be modern, and we still have that anti-body attitude in the Western world, and it's the complete opposite of how Taoists see nature. They observe nature. They they love it. They study it, and they learn from it. And they found that this sexual energy is extremely powerful. So powerful that uh, it would be a shame not to use it to deepen your practice. Because Taoists, they are very down-to-earth people. Very practical. But at the same time, they saw that if you squander your sexual energy, it is bad, bad for your health. If you lose too much energy with ejaculations or your monthly period... In the long term, you have no energy left. So there's this this famous story about Huang Di, the legendary yellow emperor who lived 3,000 years ago in China. And he had many wives or concubines. And of course, they all wanted his attention, especially at night. So he felt obliged to, to spend every night with as many concubines as he could. And he lost a lot of energy. And he knew that eventually it would kill him because like many predecessors, emperors before him, they all died of exhaustion because of all the sex they had. But one of his wives called Su Nu, she taught him, Huang Di, she taught him a method to have sex without ejaculating and preserve his energy. And this is the Taoist method. And they say Huang Di, after learning this method, he lived to be 99 years, which is a really, really old in those days. And many people still see him as the first Taoist. Of course, in my opinion, actually, Su Nu is the first Taoist. So how does it work? Well, it's, it's different for men and women, of course. Taoist women they can control their monthly cycle. You know, they only lose blood when they want to. For instance, if they want to have children, they just, you know, they start losing blood again. But if they don't, they keep it in. And and Taoist men, they learn to control their ejaculation. In fact, they disengage the orgasm from ejaculation. It's two different things. You can have an orgasm without ejaculation. And, and both men and women, they store that energy in their belly, what we call the lower Dan Chen, the lower um, energy field, you, you might call it. And, and then you can refine that energy because sexual energy, it's, it's strong and it's quite dense. And you can refine it because there's different levels of qi energy. There's what we call Jing Qi, which is the energy in blood and sperm, which is dense. And if you refine that, you get Qi Qi. And if you refine that, you get what we call Shen Qi, which is more spiritual energy. And what you often see is when women get older uh, and they stop having their periods, they just blossom because the body now has, you could call, you could almost say, a surplus of Jing energy. And it starts using that energy for higher purposes. And often you see with all the women, their heart opens and they get this, this wisdom energy. While the man, 
well, they usually don't stop ejaculating until they are very old and they basically stay the same and they die much sooner. And um, the way to refine that energy, sexual energy, is to circulate it through your body, through what we call the microcosmic orbit. And you can, uh, you can learn to do that actually during lovemaking. And that's what most Taoists do. And, and I don't think I have to explain. That's pretty nice. Because when you stop losing that energy during sex, you can go on and on and on and on. And, and then you start refining that energy. You start to feel pretty, pretty good. You start feeling an intense love and bliss. And, and I've had many experiences where my third eye just opens and I start having these deep meditations while making love. And that feels not just extremely nice, but also uh, yeah, very spiritual and feels like this is how it meant, it's meant to be. Because sexual energy is so natural. It is who we are deep down. Now, I like to make episodes in this podcast as, as practical as I can. So to give you all kinds of advice that you can use immediately. But uh, of course, this subject is not something that I can teach anyone uh, through a podcast. It takes some training and, and the best thing you, to do that is with a life teacher. And they will teach you first to work with energy in your body and, and ground yourself before they teach you to practice uh, to work with sexual energy. And it's, it takes a few months, but it's definitely worth it. It's a good investment in your own happiness. So the main reason I wanted to talk about this uh, in this episode is to make you understand that sexual energy is not something to be suppressed or, you know, it, it can be a very powerful tool for your spiritual growth. And then that in itself, I think, is a really important lesson for many people to start including and integrating your sexuality in your spiritual path. And, and it's so healthy. You can use that energy, that sexual energy, for your physical health and emotional health and spiritual health. And the funny thing is for a Taoist, these three things are basically the same thing. So if that's why they call someone who is enlightened in, in Taoism, they call this person an immortal. It's somebody who doesn't die. It's, it's the, like the, the, the optimum health is spiritual health, emotional health, and physical health. Uh, is one thing. So I hope this was useful for you and it helps you to see that sexual power actually is something you can use on your spiritual path. Thank you for listening. Feel free to subscribe and uh, please stay tuned. Bye. Bye.